One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I haven't done a podcast in God knows how long, but today I wanted to hop on and talk a little bit about my new book, Healing is a New High, before you dive in next month. For those of you who are hearing about the new book for the first time, let me just update you. So again, it's called Healing is the New High, a guide to overcoming emotional turmoil and finding freedom. If you haven't guessed, it's all about inner healing and it's out on April the 13th, 2021, but available to pre-order now. If you go to healingisthenewhigh.com, you'll find a list of outlets where you can pre-order it from. You can also claim a whole majestic healing meditation album, which is over an hour long for free once you pre-order. All you have to do is fill out the form on the website with your order details and then wait a few hours for us to just validate your details and send it over. 
Just a note, if you don't get the email through, it's probably in your junk folder. Um, if you have any issues, you can always email my team at book at vexking.com. That's book at vexking.com. Right, where do I start? Okay, so I think the first thing I want to say is that healing is the new high does go a little deeper than good vibes, good life. And I can totally understand when you read it, if you find it a little overwhelming. Now, I've tried my absolute best to keep things simple and accessible. Nevertheless, there is something, um, well, the main structure of the book, which I want to clarify. So the book is basically based around a framework of the seven bodies. So six subtle bodies or energy bodies beyond the physical body that we all know. Um, this is one system that stems from Kundalini Yoga, which is the yoga of awareness that intends to help the practitioner experience their own soul. The underlying principle of the bodies is that we are like an onion with layers to our existence. So you peel off one and you find another layer until you finally realize the totality of your nature, your infinite potential. The bodies are you, but you are not the bodies. Let me repeat that. The bodies are you, but you are not the bodies. The you I'm getting at here is the awareness that occupies the physical body, that sees your thoughts and witnesses everything around you. Now, there are different ideas illustrated throughout various schools of thoughts, which suggest more or less bodies than the seven I've gone with in the book. And in the book, I've mentioned why I chose this particular framework. In the book, the concept of the seven bodies is used as a tool, not a doctrine. It's basically a practical map, but of course, it doesn't explain our complete existence. In the same way, a normal map cannot reflect a location in its entirety. A small map containing a line which represents a road does not show everything on that road. So the map may indicate common or large points, such as mountains and rivers, but will likely miss out all the small features. It's almost impossible to include them all. The map's just a guide, that's all. And you follow it and travel the path to make discoveries for yourself. I don't want you to cling too much to the map as this may keep you in a mode of suffering and confusion. Just use it as a tool for self-discovery and healing. The ancient sage Patanjali, which most New Age Yoga stems from, mentions five layers, and I'm sure I've read others mention three or nine bodies. And people apply different meanings to what each body is and does, although there is a general consistency that aligns with Patanjali's idea of a food, energy, mental, intuitive and bliss body. It's not really important to discuss how many there are or what's right or wrong because they're just maps which we can use and work with. Th that's the intention. If we were to look from a bird's eye view of a world map or even at a globe, then the subtle details wouldn't be included, such as the roads. 
So what I've tried to do in the book is create an experiential guide to inner healing by adopting this concept from Kundalini Yoga as a framework but not promoting it as theology. You don't heal by consuming information and other people's knowledge. You heal by altering your whole state of being and acquiring profound wisdom as a result. That is found through practice. You feel different and your whole perception is different. That's why a lot of people say, yes, I know I need to think positive or I know I need to raise my vibration or yes, I know I need to let go. I'm really trying, but I just can't. I feel like utter crap. Another thing I should point out is that with any theory you read, the experience came first. People have simply tried to conceptualize what they've experienced. A lot of the time and with a lot of spiritual concepts, They've tried to explain something beyond the physical world that we still can't measure with a degree of certainty. If language is a manifestation of the physical world, then the translations are going to be incomplete at best. Also, I should point out that some people will sell you a theory they haven't even experienced. It's like charging people to teach them how to drive when you've never driven yourself but you're able to clearly memorise and recite the instructions. Experience is and always will be the best teacher in my eyes. It turns blind faith into real knowledge and wisdom. It also helps you distinguish what's true and what isn't. Anyway, back to the book. So the aim of the book is to create lasting changes through 13 practices and supporting guidance for the practitioner or reader. Obviously the book contains information but the idea is to experience changes through practical functionality. You won't have to suspend disbelief or push the boundaries of what's normal to follow it through. And I really hope the examples I've given to you are relatable. I said this on my Instagram recently but if you want to know how to heal and not just read about healing, you have to do the exercises in the book. I know they won't be easy for everyone, but all I ask is that you try your best. I didn't write this book for the sake of another book that makes money. I wanted to help people. I want it to help people. And although it's beyond my control now, if you resonate with the book and follow it through, I really do hope you will at least give it a chance. I think as human beings, we tend to fall into this trap of constantly looking for comfort and relief in the next thing, whether that's new information or a high, even if it's by what is considered spiritual means. But after a while, we don't find ourselves wiser than before. And this is why it's not much different to sex, pornography, drugs, alcohol, work, or social media, all short-term gratifying experiences that we usually associate to highs. Healing is the real high, it's the new high, and I hope through this book you'll begin to experience that high, not as a fleeting state, but something more immutable because of the wisdom gained through an entire healing experience. I think the reason why so many of us can't sustain a high vibration is because we have these unconscious patterns and experiences weighing us down. And that can have us feeling stuck, withdrawn, scared, and basically just hamper our ability to manifest greater things. 
Now, from experience, believe me when I say this, that life really does shift exponentially when you start healing your emotional wounds and as a result, start approaching life with this newfound belief in your own capacity to reach greater heights. When you truly feel your vibration rise, so do your blessings. There are so many people who have their own interpretation of what healing looks like from a clinical perspective to a spiritual one and I've always said that you should do what works for you because at the end of the day my goal is not to prove that I'm right it's to help you feel right. In this book I'm simply relaying what has helped me and many of the people I've worked with and in a sense it's given me the push to conceptualize my ideas and develop a guide which anyone can follow. I don't want to give too much away about the book uh, to be honest because it's best if you just read it and do it but I will say this everyone has different types of emotional wounds and everyone's trauma looks different because events don't affect us all in the same way. Now a lot of you listening probably know my story But for those of you who don't, I'm going to spend just a few minutes speaking about some of the things I've been through. Um, So my life was pretty much difficult from the get-go. My dad died six months after I was born, leaving my mother with me and my two sisters in a country that she was hardly familiar with. She was still picking up the English language and so navigating the world became even more challenging. But then her business with an abusive family member went bankrupt and we were without a home for roughly three years. In that time we moved around a lot living in hotels, housing shelters and with family but we never quite felt welcome because people were dealing with their own lives and you know their own stress and starting their own families and whatnot. If you've read the introduction to Good Vibes Good Life, um, my first book, you might remember me saying that one of the housing shelters we stayed at was full of suspicious characters. A lot of violence occurred in this place. Um, We'd frequently witness shouting and screaming throughout the night and then we'd see blood all over the walls and smashed glass covering the staircase. We'd sometimes get followed home by drunken men who would threaten us and then When we lived with my uncle, for example, uh, the horror would just continue. There was this one occasion when we were living with him above his shop. I saw my mum rush down the stairs to the shop floor where my sisters, auntie and uncle were, while strictly telling me to stay put. I think I must have been um, no older than six at the time, and I literally had no idea what was going on. All I could hear was tussling, slamming and screaming. And then... I felt an overwhelming rush of adrenaline sweeping through my body. I felt a rage burning inside, knowing something wasn't right and my family were in pain. So I quickly moved to the top of the stairs where I had a direct view of the shop floor and I saw a gang of men emptying the fridges and shelves, threatening my family while my uncle stood there with a bloody nose and a gun to his head. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure what was what I was going to do but I proceeded down the stairs with my fists clenched like you know I was the incredible Hulk before my mum quickly appeared with tears in eyes ordering that I stayed upstairs. I don't really um, 
remember many of the moments that followed, but thankfully the gun wasn't used. Somehow one of the bullets had escaped the weapon and was later found by the police on the shop floor. But what I do remember is continually perceiving threat for the years that followed, even if I wasn't in dangerous situations. Like, I just couldn't trust anything and anyone other than my mum and my sisters. And as I grew older, I felt a strong desire to protect myself and my family. And that's where I suppose I used anger to really give me the strength for protection, even though it was induced by pain. Coming from a low socio-economic background and being an ethnic minority made us vulnerable. The feeling of worthlessness and consistently being on high alert for danger continued when we finally found a fixed home. There was literally no peace, life was a battle in more ways than one. Every morning, even as a young child, I'd wake up with the thought, here we go again, another day in hell. And you know what? Life continued to be challenging, with poverty continually being a big theme. Um, we struggled to make ends meet and I didn't even know if I'd eat on certain days. There were some highs, I'm not going to lie, but it was mainly full of lows. Then as I got older, something tragic happened and I lost my will to live. This was a very dark time in my life and I don't want to say too much here, but thankfully having survived and feeling this connection with, you know, something greater than me, I decided I could never get to that low point again. I had to do something. Although I was trying to end my suffering and other people's, I realised that by leaving the world, I would only pass more suffering on to those who loved me. Listen, the good news is that things look completely different now. After embarking on a self-love journey, a lot of healings taken place and I've transcended the fake positivity I tried to promote back in the day. Um, I've addressed many of my emotional wounds and as a result, I've found more peace and joy in the present moment and been able to approach the future with more faith and optimism. And honestly, as things have improved, I've always been inspired to ensure that other people never reach that same low point I did. I gave up so many things to do what I do now and it gives me purpose and helps me feel grateful for everything I've overcome in my life. I can't say I'm fully healed because the truth is that we're always healing to some degree by removing distorted layers of perception and letting go of that which weighs us down. Even if we're not dealing with significant trauma, we're coming to terms with emotional wounds that cloud our true nature. That's the unchanging self that is present at our core. And the journey of healing isn't linear because some days you can feel like you're on top of the world and then other days you can feel like you've reverted back to square one. That's why I think it's an ongoing process which you have to actively pursue through mind, body and spirit practices. The physical world isn't the most comfortable place to navigate. I mean, as soon as you step outside, it's almost as if we encounter people and things that want to knock our vibration down or remind us of an experience we would much rather forget. 
I think a lot of us nowadays use positivity to bypass spiritual growth. But if it's not an authentic feeling of positivity, you'll basically plant gimmicks, not good vibes. And what do you get in return? Well, you get ploys on your positivity that don't reflect a real sense of love, joy and prosperity. In my first book, Good Vibes, Good Life, I outlined a method for transforming ill feelings and confronting those deeply rooted beliefs which often hold us back. However, in my new book, Healing is a New High, I've explored this idea in greater detail to create long lasting changes. A lot of us view the present and the future using the lens of the past. However, if the lens we're using to perceive it is cracked, it will never look and feel as good as it is. When real healing occurs, there's a kind of acceptance of the past that takes place. There's also a deeper trust that's developed in the present moment and for the future. We heighten our experience within the physical world and return to this equilibrium more easily when our thoughts and surroundings challenge us. In fact, I believe one of the biggest and most underrated signs of healing and growth is not that you're happy 24-7, but that you're more responsive than reactionary in difficult situations, which are always going to be there. Confronting unconscious limiting thought patterns and ideas about yourself or your life that you might have suppressed is an act of self-love. Ironically, it's often easier to live in your hurt than to heal because healing takes effort, patience and a whole lot of discomfort. However, taking time to explore, understand and question your existing set of beliefs and experiences will help you develop a more empowering, liberating way of living. You'll be able to express yourself with love and confidence in every single thing that you do. When we focus on healing our existing wounds, we naturally raise our vibration. I mean, there you have it. Healing is a new high because you vibe higher. It isn't easy to manifest your goals when you have the past weighing down your vibe. This is why those who have committed to the inner healing journey find it much easier to radiate authentic, bright, expansive energy which invites more goodness into their lives. I mean, how can the beauty of the future enter if you're still clinging to the burden of the past? If you're not too sure what healing looks like or where to start or if you want to amplify your journey, my new book will provide a practical approach to your inner healing journey. By following it through, you'll achieve more sustainable, steady and authentic happiness regardless of your past and the troughs of this physical world. I really do hope you enjoy the new book and that it helps you in some way. Again, it's out on April the 13th, 2021, but available to pre-order right now. Thanks in advance to anyone who purchases it and to all those that show me nothing but love, kindness and support. You honestly keep me going and I'm truly grateful. And a final, final note, this podcast will be back in full effect at some point in the future. I just don't know when. Um, I just want to make sure I can do things properly when it is back. But until then, take care of yourself and I'll speak to you all soon.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 